0: My first CrossFit workout, it was something like, I wanna say it was three, three rounds, three to five rounds of like a 200 meter run, burpees, maybe 10 or 15 burpees, and 10 or 15 wall balls. And it just absolutely smoked me. You know, I still wanted to compete. Um, you know, in some ways it may have made me a little bit hungrier, but at the same time it kinda opened up my eyes you know that competing wasn't everything in life
1: welcome back to the building better people podcast this is your host charlie lima and i have a very special guest today coach matt haynes he's he's a coach here at college station crossfit and he's actually moving soon so this is extra special that you get to hear his story before he moves to fort worth and uh, takes on the
0: next chapter of his life. I hope you enjoy. I'm Matt Haynes. I'm 24 years old. I'm currently basically a full-time CrossFit coach here at College Station CrossFit. I am engaged to Sarah Fish, and we are in the process of getting our lives moved to Fort Worth.
1: When's that move going to take place?
0: I believe we are moving June 1st of this year.
1: And so, uh, I mean, I know I know why you're moving, but maybe some people don't know. But why don't you fill me in and kind of let me know why you're moving out to Fort Worth.
0: Sarah will be, she's finishing up her med school. She's finishing up med school right now, and she'll be graduating on May 29th. I might get in trouble if that date is wrong, (laughs) but um, she'll be graduating, and then she'll be starting her residency in Fort Worth on June 18th, so we'll be moving out there June 1st just to have a couple weeks to get everything situated in our new house, which we actually just signed a lease yesterday. Awesome. Um, So that's a little stress relief now that we... No, we have a place to stay.
1: That's awesome, Matt. So so kind of what I want to hear and what I want everybody to get to uh, listen to in the podcast is your fitness journey. So if you had to say like when was the time in your life that working out became something that you enjoyed or wanted to do?
0: I really started working out in 8th grade. As in, like, I started working out every single day in eighth grade. But growing up, I. My dad and I, we always watched Hercules. And I remember Hercules, he always. Not the cartoon Hercules, but the real life Hercules. He always. He was. Always wore a shirt that was, like, cut down to his belly button. And he was. Real strong looking. I remember like ever since I think I was like five years old, I always wore the same shirt. I'd cut my shirts down to my belly button. And I was just always kind of like, I wanted to have big muscles like Hercules. And so.
1: Were your muscles anywhere near Hercules size? N- no,
0: they, they weren't.
1: And Hercules was Arnold, right?
0: No, that was Conan. Oh, but that's right. That's, that's right. Actually, actually, we also, Conan was the other uh, movies we watched. Um, so Conan and Hercules, and um, yeah, the I had the outfit, but the only thing I was missing was the muscles. <laughs> so, so like in seventh grade, I played football, and really in eighth grade was when I started. I got a gym membership, and a couple of my friends and I, would go to the gym pretty much every single day, starting in eighth grade.
1: Man, so what kind of workouts were you doing in eighth grade?
0: We really did the exact same workout every single day which was we'd like jog on the treadmill for 5 minutes as like a warm up and then we would go over to the chest machine and we would do I think 3 sets of 10 on the chest machine then we'd go to the back machine and do like 3 sets of 10 then we'd go to the lat pull-down machine and do three sets of ten. And then we'd go do dumbbell curls, three sets of ten. And then we would do dumbbell bench press, three sets of ten. And then we would do, like, th- we always did 300 reps of abs every day at the end. And the only... uh the only science behind the number 300 was we wanted to look like the guys in the movie 300. So we just did 300 reps of abs every single day. So that was our that was our workout. We did the same exercises, three sets of 10 on like five or six different machines, and then 300 reps of abs. And we did that like was this five that, days a was week. Was
1: this at like a Gold's Gym? Or? Yes, it
0: was actually called 600 Plus, but yeah, it's the same thing as Gold's Gym.
1: And you guys would go five or six days a week. I,
0: th- I think I would go seven days a week. What, no leg, no legs, no legs. <laughs> Actually, I think we would do like we do some calf raises, but <laughs> <laughs> that was that was it.
1: So, how long did you do that workout? Those work that for?
0: We did that all through eighth grade, so probably for a full year, we did that workout and then. Every once in a while, maybe like every two or three months, we'd find like a new machine that we would just add three sets of 10 to our mix. Um, but it wasn't until we get, I got into high school football freshman year and we started doing bench press with like a free, free weight barbell, um, back squat and things like that. So it wasn't until I was introduced to these new movements freshman year and then, kind of like our workout routine started to change. It evolved. Yeah, it evolved. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: so, high school football, introducing you to some different types of working. Were you like, give, give me a little bit of overview of your athletic career? Were you, what position did you play? Were you a really good athlete?
0: Yeah, my athletic career, I played baseball as a kid and then into through middle school, but we didn't have baseball. You couldn't play baseball in middle school. Um, So I just played on like a city league. And then I played football seventh and eighth grade, but I had never played football before. Plus I was, I think I was, uh, I was still really small in middle school. I didn't have a growth spurt till about sophomore year. So I was one of the smaller kids and I'd never played football before. So I wasn't, wasn't any good. I didn't really even like playing football. I just really liked uh, working out for football. Um, But yeah, I wasn't any good at football. I was okay at baseball. And then in high school, same deal. Played football and baseball. Wasn't any good at football. I was okay at baseball. But still, especially in high school, I really enjoyed the off-season workouts. um, Way more than I enjoyed The games or practicing football but so sophomore year I quit baseball to play to just focus on football but then playing football my sophomore year I injured my upper back I think it was like a really bad case of whiplash that I that happened to me in practice and so anyway I had to quit football because my back hurt so bad and still kept working out though. But then my junior year of high school, I joined the swim team because I thought it would help my back uh, get better. Just kind of low impact in the water. Um, so then throughout my junior year for one semester, I was on the swim team. And I say one semester because I actually got kicked off of the swim team after the first semester because I pretty much found any excuse possible to skip swim practice. And I would really skip it so I could go to the gym and work out. Um, So, after that, I kinda got into triathlons. You know, I used this little bit of swimming um, skills that I learned that one semester and started doing some triathlons and which led to senior year, I joined the cross country team, um, so I could get a little bit more endurance with my running. Um, so yeah, I kind of played like a little bit of every sport throughout high school, everything except basketball.
1: So how did your body transform? You know, from the seventh grade beginning of weight training to the high school football, baseball, swimming, cross country. Like, what would you say that like if you would were- Go through the 7th grade to 12th grade How did your body transform?
0: Yeah, so like I said, 7th and 8th grade I was, I was one of the smaller kids in middle school um, I think I was a late bloomer But when I started working out in 8th grade every day I, My body was still small But my muscles got somewhat big And then same thing in football freshman year, still one of the smaller kids, but after working out, you know, throughout the whole off season, like not to talk too much about myself, but like my muscles were very, I looked good. My muscles looked good. And then finally, sophomore year, I had a growth spurt and kept working out. So I was kind of known as like, I wasn't one of the stronger guys, but I was known you know, at high school, was like the, the muscular guy. You know, the. I look good. I look good uh, with my shirt off, but I wasn't. I wasn't very strong compared to other people.
1: And I, I would say that you're probably still known for that, uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for your looking go with your shirt off. Um, but tell me how your upper back injury played out over the high school, like swimming and cross country. Did those help? Did it-
0: yeah. So my back. My upper back got better my June, well, maybe towards the end of my sophomore year and in my junior year. I didn't have any trouble with my upper back. Um, Really didn't have any other injuries other than that one all throughout high school. Um, Yeah, so my upper back basically, it was a non-issue and... Yeah, I mean that was pretty much my when only did, injury.
1: So uh, when did you find CrossFit?
0: I found CrossFit my at the very end of my senior year. I had just I had lost so I told you I was pretty muscular while I played football, but then after I got into triathlons and everything, I became very skinny. Um, I probably lost like 20 30 pounds in high school. Lost all my muscle mass I had gained and I was I was skinny. I have some pictures I could show show people. I was, I was skinny all all most of my junior year and most of my senior year. And then it was after cross country season ended, I was kind of tired of being skinny and I wanted to get muscular again, so I signed back up at 600 plus and yeah, I just kept Started weight training again and it's pretty pretty easy, I you know.
1: So where what gym did you go to CrossFit? Did you start CrossFit at Oh right.
0: So it was started working out again, cross country was over, started going back to six hundred plus for about three months. So about January, February, March, and then in April that's when I stepped foot for the first time in a CrossFit gym in McAllen. What gym? it was ranger crossfit back back in 2011 ranger crossfit was the only crossfit gym in mcallen
1: and what was the first crossfit workout you did
0: i showed up my first day at the crossfit gym in a white wife beater i thought i was in great shape strong um, and they my first crossfit workout was something like i want to say it was Three, three rounds, three to five rounds of like a 200 meter run, burpees, maybe 10 or 15 burpees and 10 or 15 wall balls. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it was run, burpee, wall ball, three, three to five rounds. And it just absolutely smoked me.
1: (laughs) And you, uh, what'd you think at that moment, like as soon as that workout was done?
0: I mean, I... I realized, like, wow, I'm not in as good a shape as I thought I was, but I wasn't, I wasn't mentally defeated. I wasn't sad. I was just actually like, this is, this is great. I want to keep doing this. Like, this is totally kind of what I've. It kind of like put together. It was like a mix of my triathlon training, you know, the endurance side, plus the weightlifting, which I really liked from football. Um, it was just basically a mix of everything, and I was totally hooked after that first workout. So
1: that would have been the spring of 2011. Yes, yeah, and uh, and then you kept working out there the whole summer.
0: Yes, I talked to the owner after that workout, and you know that was on a Saturday. Showed back up on Sunday, and then on Monday, and then just every single day after that, all throughout April, May, June, and July. I was working out at the gym in McAllen until I moved up to AM.
1: And did you get a lot better that summer? Like from the first workout to the end of the summer?
0: Yes, I got a lot better, a lot stronger. Um, I remember we, after about a month in, month and a half, we maxed out on back squat and deadlift in both my back squat and deadlift so this was like the very beginning of may was 275 they were both the same i think i cleaned 205 and strict pressed 145 those are the four main lifts we did at ranger crossfit and that was in may and then by july my I know my deadlift had gone up to 365 so I was almost about a hundred pound jump in two months and I think my strict press went up to like 160 I don't know if we retested back squat but I know back squatted all the time and like I was able to do 275 for multiple reps but I don't think we did a one rep same with clean i know we had done some workouts with 225 pound cleans, so that had gone up but hadn't done a one rep so anyway i got significantly stronger in a short amount of time doing crossfit as well as in much better shape
1: what about uh, competitions in that first few months of crossfit did you do any competitions
0: yes yeah, so i did a uh, competition in Laredo Um, Ranger CrossFit the gym I was working out at they were pretty consistently did this competition over the summer in Laredo I think it was I think it was called the Laredo Summer Games or something like that and it was my first competition and I actually I won that competition um, and that kind of surprised myself by winning and that's really what sparked like man I just want to compete this is this is what I love this is what I want to do I just want to I want to go to the CrossFit games um after that first competition my mind was set totally 100% like I wanted to I want to go to the CrossFit games
1: so that brought you to you know summer August really prior to fall semester 2011. You walked in here at College Station CrossFit, and then give me kind of a, a like your CrossFit journey from that point forward.
0: Yeah, from August of 2011 when I came to College Station CrossFit, my mind was totally set. I wanted to compete at the CrossFit Games. I wanted to work at a CrossFit gym. So I wanted to start coaching. Um, so here in College Station and that was about it. Just going to school, wanting to compete, wanting to coach and working out every day here at College Station CrossFit.
1: So in this next, uh, part of your life, I know, um, you know, you became very competitive. Uh, you, that fall, 2011, um, you went to Oktoberfest, and that was a huge competition back
0: in 2011, mm-hmm. and you took first place. Not, not that year. Oh, it was the next year, but yeah. you
1: did really, you went to the finals in 2011. Yes,
0: I got, oh, that's I right, I think I got six. Will placed. got first place, or was that? That was another, comp. that was actually before Oktoberfest, I got okay. third place at that's that right. Okay, That's Will right, okay. Will got first.
1: I remember you and Will both were top three, and, uh, And I I, I noticed, I was like, man, this guy's really good. He's got a ton of potential. You went to ACO Mm -hmm. in Dallas Mm -hmm. and all cities open. And I remember there was Spencer was running the the event and uh, Brad Linder was there too. And they were like, man, who is this young guy, freshman from College Station? Um, So you were kind of already making a move and kind of um, starting to become very well known in CrossFit, even at such a young age. So fast forward to 2012. Now you would moved back home, right? Right. And you started coaching at uh, Elite at Elite CrossFit. And then kind of give me some uh, – how did you develop as an athlete in that fall 2011, spring 2012, which led you to regionals as an individual in 2012, which you had to qualify for. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you give me a – you know, you go – just started CrossFit, spring 2011. Spring 2012, the Open, you know, second year Open ever existed. You make it individually at Regionals.
0: Yeah, so January 2012, I moved. I was living at home in San Antonio and kind of all the same aspirations as before. And I started working at Across the gym elite CrossFit in San Antonio, and it was kind of the same story. started working there, Um, was still going to school, still working out every day, still want to go to the CrossFit Games. Um, So yeah, that whole spring of 2012, that was pretty much my schedule. And then the Open came around, and it was my first time. Competing in the Open, it was was the second year the Open had existed. Um, It was the year where the first workout was seven minutes of burpees for the first workout. Um, And yeah, I ended up, back, back then in 2012, you had to be top 60 to advance to regionals. And I think I qualified, I think I was 59th in the Open. And so I advanced to regionals. I think I was the, I was 19. I believe I was the youngest one competing. I think there was another 19 year old, but I think he was like a couple months older than me. Maybe he was 20. Um, But yeah, I was youngest competitor there. I did not do well by any means. Every single workout totally destroyed me. But kind of like my first CrossFit workout ever, I wasn't I didn't think down on myself or anything. I was just totally motivated to... Like, I love that it destroyed me because it just made me want to get better and better. Yeah,
1: so give me a little bit into your mindset leaving Regionals
0: 2012. Um, Leaving Regionals, I thought to myself, like, I really have to get stronger because it wasn't so much the, the cardio part. It was... The strength part, that was where, that was what really hurt me at regionals. Um, so I set a goal, like I wanted to gain weight. I wanted to just focus on getting bigger, getting stronger. And that's actually what we did in San Antonio. Myself and the owner and a couple of the other coaches, we just did a strength cycle. It was called Mad Cow Strength cycle something like that and you
1: mean you didn't want to go back to 600 plus and do three <laughs> sets of 10 on everything no. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: was, I was over i was totally dedicated to crossfit and yeah that was the goal i was just going to lift all summer hardly did any metcons, um and yeah i was just focusing on getting stronger for the the whole summer So you ended up
1: moving back here I believe December 2012? Yes. All right. And then January 2013 opens coming up. Uh-huh. You're back in College Station, you're back at College Station CrossFit. Um you ended up placing you were like 30
0: 30th 30, 30th, 30, 32, 28. Yeah, 2012 I think I was 28. No, 2013 when Funderburg, I mean 2013, yep. yeah, 2013. I think finished the open 28.
1: Yep, finished the open. So you qualified individually, but you chose to go team. Yes, and so um, <clears throat> you guys did very well in the open, or we the gym did very well. I think we finished the open in fourth place. Yeah, and then uh, at regionals finished in 12th place. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did you feel about your performance?
0: at the open at the regionals 2013 Uh, personally I felt I felt like my performance was great in at regionals Um, back then you kind of pick and chose which athlete did which workout not all athletes on the team did every single workout like they do nowadays Um, so the parts that I uh, the parts that I was in you know I I did great,
1: and so what did that the the that regionals? What did you leave that regionals feeling as an athlete? As a yeah as a performance?
0: Yeah. So leading up to then, I was basically doing whatever I wanted in terms of my workouts. I kind of made up my own programming, and then I remember immediately after leaving regionals, I contacted. Um, actually, the guy who programmed for our team that year, his name was Derek. I met him. He was a coach at Elite CrossFit in San Antonio, and I immediately contacted him and asked if he would program for me because I felt like the next step moving forward was i needed I needed to be following, you know, a, a program in order to to make to take the next step forward in you know competing as an individual.
1: And, though, and you know interestingly enough, along with the fitness journey, something else pretty uh, important was happening at that time. Didn't you and Sarah start dating <laughs> around then?
0: Yeah, it was right. right after regionals that's we weren't dating but we had fallen in love right And so right that at the very that was regionals. the beginning. That was the beginning of, of uh, our relationship. Of, and now
1: you guys are going to be married in, in the next year. So that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> it is, it's cool to hear out loud. That's awesome.
1: So tell me, um, you know, you're following this new programming. You're kind of still very competitive. Give me, you know, th- then you go into the 2014, let's just kind of say, you know, you got better, obviously. you? Do, at least, you, do you feel like you got better in that? Yes. Niche? Yeah. So you go to 2014... Workout number one is 11.1, 14.1 is 11.1. I remember because you did it in the PT studio, mm-hmm. the snatch 75-pound uh, snatch double under, and you didn't do as well as you probably would have liked to do. Right. And you found out that, you, that week, or I don't know how that, you got mono.
0: Yes. And so
1: got, kind of tell me about that.
0: Yeah, so was training all year, um, I know I measurably I had gotten a lot better than the previous year and then that thirteen fourteen point one 14.1 was the power snatch double under workout and I did the workout and did not do as well as I was wanting granted that workout was not a good workout for me regardless um, so I feel like I still did as well as I could have done but I do remember Immediately following the workout, I told Sarah, "I was like, man, I don't, I don't feel very good. I have a kind of a weird headache." And we just kind of like, oh, whatever. You worked out really hard. You're probably not feeling well. And then the next day, I redid the open workout. I think I improved by like two reps. Still wasn't very, still wasn't a very good score. But I remember again, I told her like, I do not feel. I do not feel good and then the following day after that I remember I worked out again I didn't repeat the workout a third time but I just worked out like normal and I remember I got in my car to head home and I was just shivering like my whole body was shaking and couldn't control it I was just shaking I took a hot shower I was shaking throughout the whole shower I Put all put on multiple sweaters, got under the covers, and I was just I couldn't stop shaking. So I thought, uh oh, like I think I am sick. So I went to the doctor the following day. I had to go to like a disease clinic, and it turns out I had mono, um, mononucleosis. I think is its name, which is known as the kissing disease. That's not how I got it, but that's what it's known for, and. Yeah, I basically couldn't leave the couch for three to four weeks. Um,
1: so that was the entire open. Yeah, that was
0: the whole open.
1: And so obviously, being on the couch for that long, you got a lot of time to think. <laughs> what What's going through your mind? What are you thinking?
0: I mean, I was really just bummed, um, just bummed that I wasn't able to compete. It was actually also a bit of a relief like you don't have the stress of the open for five weeks but you know still you know stressful not being able to work out either Um, but my mindset really you know I still wanted to compete Um, you know in some ways it may have made me a little bit hungrier but at the same time it kind of opened up my eyes you know, that competing wasn't everything in life.
1: Expand on that a little bit.
0: I will just like, while I was sick, I remember I was, I went back home. Um, I was in San Antonio for about three weeks. Luckily it was during, or part of the time was spring break of school. So I didn't have to go to school, which was nice because I wouldn't have been able to go to school anyway. Um, But I remember just day after day getting texts from people here from College Station CrossFit asking, you know, how I'm feeling, hoping I get better. And it just, those texts meant a lot to me. And I, you know, just showed how much people care about me. And it made me want to start caring more about people. Um, as well. I think I started to put before the, before I got sick, my everything, it was basically 100% wanted to compete. And then once I wasn't able to compete and I was getting these texts from everybody, my mindset shifted from only wanting to compete to wanting to build relationships with the people at the gym, and still compete as well, but now you know competing just wasn't the most important thing. Would
1: you thing. say? Would it be accurate? Would you say like prior to that experience or that epiphany that you had about people and relationships and helping other or get you know appreciating that? Um, that but prior to that was more about being self, like more self-centered.
0: Yeah, I think I definitely was more self-centered. I don't think I was. Um, I was definitely more self-centered before that.
1: And then, um, after this experience, you just started just valuing relationships a lot more. It's kind of what, what you're saying. Yes, exactly. So you, which, I mean, Matt, I mean, like, honestly, like right there, anybody listening, that's, you know, such a powerful, cause I've seen that transformation in you and, uh, and I've, I've noticed over the last three years how much more you appreciate and value relationships. So I, I didn't know personally that it happened while you were sick. And that's so that's really neat for me to hear that. But man, like that gift of mono right there probably gave you more than, you know, in the time you're like, man, it's mono. You know, nobody wants mono, but what a sweet gift, right? Um, so you got done being sick and the next year let's go from 2014 uh, mono to 2015 open and I know there's a a back injury somewhere in there so Mm -hmm. when was that
0: well my back injury occurred after the 2015 open
1: okay so so 2014 so let's we'll get to that back injury but let's go 2015 open you're you know what are you thinking you're probably like man this is my comeback you yeah know?
0: 2015 uh, when I came back from mono I I had lost about 20 pounds I basically lost all strength that I had um, and I just kind of had to like rebuild and it didn't take too long muscle memory and everything um, but I definitely had it did take you know, Probably that first half of 2014, just to kind of get back to where I was previously in terms of my body weight and my strength.
1: And the sport evolved exponentially. It did. So all the, you know, not only did they draw in a lot more of the really premier athletes, but every athlete got better. So by 2015, Open, you're going in. Are you excited? Are you feeling good?
0: Yes, I have no injuries. This was probably the the, last I can remember of not having a single injury. Um, felt good. I was in good shape, strong. And, you know, I attacked the Open, you know, full, full force. And I ended up finishing the Open in 30th place. Which was good, but that year I believe that was the first top it 20. was it was the first year that they changed the cutoff line to twenty they take the top twenty athletes and I had finished thirtieth.
1: Yeah, and it went from sixty to forty eight. Forty eight. And then it sliced all the way to down 20. to twenty. Yep. So how'd you feel after that?
0: Uh, I've I mean I was a little disappointed that I didn't make it, but I was I was pleased. I I was pleased with my performance. Um, I was I was fine. I was fine. I didn't make it, but I still you know still wanted to make it. Still you know was looking forward to twenty sixteen and everything.
1: And so, what happened
0: after that? After that, we were in May. We were planning on having actually the first battle of the boxes. Um, at Nutribolt That's right. and I remember I was up in, I was visiting Sarah in Houston and I was training at Edo and I tested one of the workouts it went fine and then I proceeded to do another workout with Sarah um, that had some that finished with rope climbs and her and I it was a partner workout we were going back and forth doing rope climbs and one of the rope climbs when I came off the rope I jumped with I jumped off the rope about two feet off the ground and when I landed I felt something pull in my back and I had no clue what it was but I know like that for 24 hours I couldn't stand up straight I was kind of just walking around bent over Um, I had no idea what it was I just knew it hurt really really bad and I couldn't I couldn't stand
1: How'd that make you feel?
0: I was bummed that I was hurt that day, but I really didn't know if I was hurt or if I was injured. Um, But, you know, the next day it was a little bit better. And, you know, a week later it was a little better, but I could still hurt. Um, So I kind of had to alter my training a little bit. I had no clue what was wrong, but, you know, I was kind of being cautious of my back um and then it it gradually got better and better it never went away but it got to the point where i could train normally and that was more just kind of like a nagging injury but i was able to train through it but then towards the end of 2015 i hurt my shoulder doing a heavy inclined bench press and my shoulder injury that really prohibited me from doing a lot and so i went to the doctor to the orthopedic doctor and i had an mri on my shoulder and then there was they discovered there was a tear in my labrum a small tear in my labrum and this was right before the 2016 open and I had surgery on my shoulder, so I was not able to compete in the 2016 Open.
1: That's right, you did that first workout, and I remember the picture, or the I remember you being in the assault <laughs> bike. Yeah, it was the lunges overhead, yeah. or overhead lunges, chest to bar burpee, and you did assault bikes, lunges. Yep, in, and in your sleeve.
0: Yeah, in my sling.
1: Or your sling. Yeah, so. Okay, so we've got shoulder injury, we've got back injury, you know, kind of that I would say has continued to lead us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. And so being as competitive as you are, I mean, you had, I remember, uh, a two-minute Fran. (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, you obviously qualified for regionals two years. You got 30th in 2015, which was 10 spots away from making it in a very competitive Time of CrossFit. So these injuries and where you are, where are you now? Like, what what is your um, thoughts on on competing? What is your feelings about CrossFit and your body? And obviously, you love CrossFit and you love coaching. But give me a little bit of a, a kind of like up to date now, 2017 May Matt kind of fitness journey.
0: And so right now. Um, My shoulder is fully peeled, 100%. My back is not. um, My back still gives me a lot of trouble. I physically cannot lift barbells off of the ground. I can't really load up my spine, so I can't back squat. I can't front squat. Um, So I do have this back injury. So I'm... Competing right now is just is not possible, so that's kind of taking a back seat, and I'm just focusing on coaching. And I've, you know, over the last year, I'd say my coaching style has changed tremendously. Um, I think just going through these injuries myself. You know I know what I I know what I did wrong And I try to My coaching style Is Very much geared towards Me not wanting anybody To get injured Um, So I Take extra precaution You know do Really solid Warm ups with all my classes I'm like the biggest advocate of people going lighter than what's written on the board. Um, whereas before when, back when I was all into competing and I was younger and wanting to go to the CrossFit games, I thought everybody who came and worked out needed to want to go to the CrossFit games themselves. So I was always pushing people, you know, you should, You should do this workout rx like the only way you're gonna get better is if you go heavier um and i just know that that's not the that's not the answer to getting healthy to getting fit because it's you cannot you cannot get any fitter if you are injured and so that's why my coaching style nowadays is is the way it is because I don't want anybody to hurt themselves.
1: So moving, so for you, um, obviously, this these injuries have taught you so such valuable lessons. Um, and uh, moving forward for you, like, what are your aspirations when it comes to CrossFit? I mean the, the the athlete in you the competitor in you is that person like have you just said kind of like man I just would rather focus on being healthy and fit the rest of my life or is there still any aspirations for you to to compete
0: I would love to compete again it just depends on if my right now if my back ever gets better um, you know contemplating having back surgery. Um, so yeah, I would love to compete again if physically able. But right now, my my head, you know, I've always wanted to open up a CrossFit gym. Um, I'm really, I'm considering more and more about doing that sooner rather than later. Um, I want to continue to grow as a coach. In you know, just train. I love training people, and I would love to. If I'm not ever able to compete again, I'd love to. You know, have as many people as I can walk into the doors of my own gym and help people get healthier, more fit, um, happier, and of course, if there's any competitive people I think I could help I'd love to train a competitive athlete as well or athletes
1: do you feel like the injuries and the setbacks have been kind of a good thing for you
0: yes I I've actually been um thinking a lot about it and I do I think the the injuries that I've You know, the mono and the shoulder surgery and the back injury and having me, forcing me to take a step back from competing, I think has opened up my eyes, you know, into how I treat others. And it's, it has made me. What am I, what am I trying to say? I have my relationships with, I've had so many more relationships with other people. um, Just, I don't know what I'm trying to say.
1: When you took your focus off of being the best CrossFitter, it did it open up the opportunity for you to build deeper, more meaningful relationships?
0: Absolutely. Um, just my relationships with pretty much every single athlete here, member here at College Station CrossFit, um, my relationships with others is just so much more than it ever has been. And I have so many more friends and i just yeah everything there's been a lot more positives since i've taken a step back from competing than than negatives for sure
1: so it's obvious that working out is still super important to you you know and i i can uh Hearing your seventh grade going every day and eighth grade, and and even seeing you, I mean, it's like even with these injuries and setbacks, it's not like you ever really stopped working out. I mean, you, if you had to stop, obviously for mono or for you know, uh, sh- shoulder, you just modified and but you still love to work out, yes. Um, title of the podcast, Building Better People. We believe here at College Station CrossFit, and you know this better than anybody, that. If you're working out, you're becoming a better version of you. How is that true for you? Not just about competing, obviously, because that has nothing to do with your desire and um, what you benefit from working out. How does working out on a daily basis, weekly basis, make Matt Haynes a better version of him?
0: I know I'm, my, my mood is, I'm in a much better mood when I work out than on days when I do not work out, and I think just being healthy and fit and energized, like it just it just makes every part of life better than if you know you don't work out. If you're just sitting around, you know you there's just uh, you just feel lazy and you you. There's so, so many positives to working out. And even myself, even on days when I don't work out and I'm still coaching, there's so many positives, you know, just being around other people and interacting with other people here at the gym. Um, whereas if you weren't working out, you wouldn't get to interact with these people. And I think it just makes every every part of every day just so much happier and better
1: so what if there's somebody listening who is dealing with injuries and i say plural you know maybe a shoulder maybe a back maybe a knee you know they're and they're kind of having that um you know, sometimes frustrated, right? Like, I can't do this, I can't do that. Like, how can you speak to that person and what would you tell them? What would be something that you could say to encourage them?
0: I I do know when people, even members that come very regularly, I know when they get a little injury, they will not come to the gym because of that injury, which makes sense. You know, the only way for it to heal is to lay off of it. But I highly encourage anybody who is injured to still come to the gym and attend a class and just modify the workout around your injury. Um, perfect example is I was about one week out of shoulder surgery, so like serious injury. I just had surgery and I was, was still able to do that open workout in 2016. The first workout with overhead walking lunges and I just modified it completely. And I remember I felt great afterwards, you know, just working out just makes your mood and it makes everything so much better. So I definitely encourage anybody who has any sort of injury to, you know, still come to the gym and let the coach know. And we can always, you know, change the workout around what's going on with with your body.
1: Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.